This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hail Varsity Radio, every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Like, think about the men in that Michigan State locker room and what they've accomplished over the years. Think about the last time we went there, right? We, we, we had it almost won, and we lost it in the fourth quarter, right, on special teams play. So think about, think about like I said, think about Coach Barnett, All-American there, spends 15 years of service, sends his, uh, steps in as the interim head coach. Maybe he'll get the head coaching job, I don't know, but his last game as head coach, this is their last game at home. How, how would you coach? You know what I'm saying? How would you play if you're senior? If you're those seniors and you just, you didn't go on the portal, and you decided to stay and fight for your team. Like- Wrapping up hour number one here on Herd at Sports Radio. Robbie Lula, Andrew Rogers here with you on AM 590 ESPN Omaha and ESPN Tri-Cities. We are joined now by Chris Solari from the Detroit Free Press covering Michigan State. Chris, how are you this morning? Well, I'm tired because I spent the night re-watching Michigan State Central Michigan season opening game trying to find breadcrumbs and clues <laughs> All the things that are out there. I started watching it a little bit during the day yesterday, but oh boy, they have those rumors picked up and intensified. Well, Chris, we appreciate the uh, grind and hard work that you're on there. Um, one of the things that I, I wanted to ask you about first and foremost, I know you wrote about this um, recently as well, is that that quarterback situation at uh, Michigan State has been a little bit of a musical chairs uh, situation as well. I, I guess, how do you handicap who you think is actually going to play against Nebraska? Boy, I, you know, I'd say I'd – where are we at? Tuesday? I'd say I'm <laughs> 60-40 on Sam Levitt probably. Okay, the true freshman? I, I thought, I thought, yeah, I mean, he's got one more game left and. You know, kind of like Matt Rule said, Michigan State's looking to to win this. I mean, they're looking to get out of that losing streak, give Harlan Barnett a win. It's senior day. And quite honestly, I mean, there's two games left in the month of November that are – and and I say this with all understanding of where they're at – that are logistically winnable, mm-hmm. not winnable games. I don't necessarily think they're winnable games, but you know the Nebraska game and the Indiana game uh, seem like the most logical chances for them to end this losing streak because they also got Ohio State next week, and then they finish with Penn State and Detroit, um, which is 
not exactly the greatest, uh, you know, one-two punch for for this team this year. But um, yeah, I, I think Sam Levitt's the guy. Um, you know, he showed some things against Minnesota, but again, you know, Caton Hauser had showed some things earlier in the year too, particularly that Rutgers game. Once the tape gets out, I think that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough thing to see. How how's a true freshman gonna adjust when defenses adjust to him and his strength? Chris, as you said, the Spartans on a five-game losing streak. Nebraska has won five of their last six games. Make a case for me why Michigan State will win this game, and then follow that up, if you could, with a case on why Nebraska will win this game. Well, I think, you know, the emotions of the day and the, the I guess, Trapped in the corner, wounded animal mentality that Michigan State needs to have um, are, are the reasons how they can win the game. I mean, they have to play as perfect game as they they've had in months. Um, and Nebraska, the case to win is just ride that wave of momentum that you're on right now. Don't change things. This isn't a this isn't an opponent that you really need to do anything outside of the norm based around how they've been kind of, I don't want to say circling the drain, because I do think Michigan State's been competitive oftentimes for three quarters and then fading. Um, but, um, you know, it, it, is, it is a program that's down. It is a program that physically is beaten up um, in terms of the guys that they have injured. So I think you just stay the course with your mat rule. Chris, I'm curious, is there anywhere you look at this Michigan State roster and you say, hey, if this kind of started clicking, they could be dangerous, at least in this one area? Um, you know, I like their secondary. I think their secondary is good, young, um, and hungry, and they're a little more ball hawking than the, the, the versions of the past few years. Uh, but they are prone to giving up big plays. Uh, particularly in the middle of the field, I think their their middle field coverage is struggling. I I, I mean their their defensive line at times can play strong. Um, you know the receivers haven't got much separation. Uh, Nate Carter's at this point their only legitimate and healthy running back. So there really aren't a lot of areas right now with this team unless Sam Levitt gets hot. And, you know, plays like he did at Minnesota in the fourth quarter, but also doesn't turn the ball over as egregiously as he did. I think that's about the only way they can have a shot here. Chris, uh, you know, we haven't really gotten to talk to anybody in state about this all too much, but I did uh, see an article where Peyton Thorne, uh, the former Michigan State quarterback came out and, and spoke briefly about the scandals taking place at Michigan. What do you make of all the accusations over in Ann Arbor, and how do you foresee the rest of that investigation going? Uh, as I say as I yawn from watching the Central Michigan-Michigan State game, <laughs> here at, what, what is this, week 11 in the season, week 10 for Michigan State, and I'm Going back and revisiting the uh, first game of the year, <laughs> you, you want to talk about preposterous. I mean, you know, we're talking about the, the state of Michigan right now 
Okay, this is college football in the state of Michigan right now. Um, an, an M word that involves Mel Tucker that I won't <laughs> say on the radio. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Uh, Hitler, cyber yep. espionage, mm-hmm. and uh, sideline sign stealing on an on a different team's coaching staff. I mean. It's preposterous. I mean, it's, it is absolutely absurd the things that have been happening over the course of the last few weeks and months if you throw Tucker's situation in with the stuff that's going on in Ann Arbor. I mean, just when you think things can't get any more absurd, they do. And I don't know. I mean, you know, the, you've heard a lot of smoke about both of those situations, both the Tucker situation and the the Michigan cheating scandal, um, you know, how much of it can be proven, I, you know, I don't know. But it is it is made for a very strange two to three months uh, on this beat and now on the Michigan beat. As far as the allegations go, um, you know, I think everybody kind of understands that sign stealing is one thing, um, illegally scouting another opponent, uh, and paying for tickets and having potentially having databases of people and and things that you've gained and obtained illegally. I mean, it, it it's wild. I mean, it is it is as wild as it seems and sounds. But to me, the big thing there are two big things here. One, you you you're skewing the if true, you're skewing the competitive balance, which is going to draw people's eyes and two what is the gain of that is it just wins is there something else involved in this because you know a lot of the things that i've been hearing behind the scenes are watch out for the gambling element of this and i don't feel like we're being anything uh, i i don't know where we're at with this iceberg let's put it that way is are we are we halfway down the iceberg? Are we just seeing the tip? Um, you know, are any of these rumors in the last 24 hours legitimate um, or worse than we know? Uh, boy, it's uh, it's a strange time to be covering and around the, the sport here in Michigan because it, it's it's the worst of sports. That's that's the hard part. It's the worst of sport in both cases you know the things the 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 cult of personality with mel tucker the cult of personality with jim harbaugh and then you add in the cheating scandals i mean it's 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 been a lot of people are reading though (laughs) (laughs) selfishly Uh, (laughs) yeah chris uh, as the the season winds down for michigan state um how much of your focus has shifted not so much to the games and more to, hey, what do they do and where do they go in terms of hiring someone to get this program back on track? Oh, here, I thought you were going to say, how much does your focus shift to basketball? <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> it was probably around, I was going to say, for most, most Michigan State fans, the attention shifted to basketball about two weeks into the Mel Tucker saga. Sure. The Washington game. Um you know, and it's going to be a good season for them. And they had that exhibition game with Tennessee the other day. It was phenomenally played basketball game for October. Best right. game I've seen 
best basketball game or football game I've seen in October this year. So, <laughs> uh, but in, in terms of the coaching search, I, you know, I, I think now I'm not look. I'm going to go through my kids trick or treating tonight. Going to observe, see how many kids are wearing Urban Meyer costumes, and then tomorrow, and then tomorrow I'm going to go and actually start saying, "All right, now we're in November. Now you start hearing more legitimate things." Fair and enough. Now is when you know. Fair enough. Well, I hope you enjoy a better basketball season than you have a football season. I'm but sure he will. We uh, very much appreciate your time as always, Chris. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks, Chris. That's Chris Solari from the Detroit Free Press covering Michigan State football. And thankfully for him, Michigan State men's basketball as well, which will be hopefully a better season uh, up You'd there have to expect. in East Lansing. I, I think they have a pretty good coach that's uh, been doing it a long time up there. And it can't be much worse than the football season they've gone through. Coming up next, we've got the Herd at Hot Seat here on Herd at Sports Radio. Hail Varsity Radio, every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio.